This is your host Shane with Mountain Crypto. Hey, today we're going to talk about some interesting stuff. What about Bitcoin having a market cap of $8 trillion? That's actually been predicted by a um, pretty well-known wealth manager. What if it's more calm and only reaches, um, say, 50000 in the next two years, a $50,000 Bitcoin? That would actually mean that we have a trillion dollar market, and we'll talk about who's predicted that if you're not um, aware of it. We'll also talk about uh, a couple other things in the news. We'll talk about overstock and um, whatever else hits us as something interesting. And with that, I just want to give my disclaimer this is not financial advice, it's not advice of any kind. Um, do your own research and let's get right into it um found a real interesting article on coin telegraph um you go to cointelegraph.com and they talk about overstock and um you've you've probably heard of overstock.com well there's overstock blockchain arm and they have a T0 which is looking to be a broker um for cryptocurrencies so what's so interesting about it is they I'm going to read from the article here. It says, as previously reported, T-Zero's Boston Security Token Exchange filed an application with the SCE to approve the launch of market for publicly traded registered security tokens in October 19, uh, 2019. The exchange asked the commissioner to adopt rules to govern the trading of equity securities on the exchange, which could operate a fully automated price time priority execution system for trading of security tokens. Well, last November, Harbor, a digital platform for alternative assets, received a transfer agent license from the SCE, and that license enables Harbor to maintain financial records for the security token ownership. They would track the balances, they would pay out dividends, and attract blockchain companies that are looking to conduct Regulation A offerings. So um, this is pretty cool. So the blockchain-based startup Blockstack was the first ever digital token offering to receive the go-ahead from the SCE to run a $23 million investment under the Regulation A+. Uh, the founders of Black uh, Blockstack, um, Manib Ali and Ryan Shia reportedly spent 10 months and approximately $2 million to get the approval from the SCE for this Regulation A offering. So pretty pretty interesting stuff going on um, with that. I think there was some more information about that down here lower. Let me just check. Um, Bitcoin has dropped about 3%. Uh, this is kind of the the stabilizing that we talked about. Um, still hoping that it will hit that $10,000 uh, within the next week. Was hoping it would ramp up uh, on Friday, but that did not happen. We had the correction that, you know, usually happens. So not too unexpected, but it, we are still in upward mobility. So, hey, if you have a treasure wallet, um, there's an article here that came out about eight hours ago um, that treasure wallets can be hacked. And this is uh, something that Kraken, the exchange um, called Kraken, they um, said that 
there's uh, hardware wallets they can be hacked and your private keys can be extracted so you might want to look into that and make sure that um, you are safe and that uh, you don't get hacked um, yeah that's about it on that I thought there was a little bit more news on on that uh, overstock um, getting their license Another thing that's interesting is if you're not familiar with the Fear and Greed Index, this is an index that tracks um, how people are reacting on social media and online. It's actually been a pretty good indicator. And um, we have just reached into the area of greed, um, 55%, which it could go up quite a bit more um, on the indicator. This is just kind of the beginning of the greed indicator. So um, I think we actually probably a little bit of fear with uh, different things that are happening in the world have have uh, kind of led to the drop a little bit. But I don't think we're going to see um, a huge dip. I think we're going to move back forward um, very quickly. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, next in the news. All right. This this is the, the big one. First of all, um, Willie Wu, Willie Wu um, who is really big in crypto everybody's everybody knows who he is he's he's uh an analyst and a partner at adaptive capital um he's been involved in all kinds of cryptocurrency things over the years and he's a respected voice in the cryptocurrency community he feels like by 2020 or excuse me 2022 let me correct myself that there will be a trillion dollar market cap now at the beginning i said that there's a prediction for an $8 trillion market cap. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But let's look at this uh, prediction from Willie Wu. He says it will hit a trillion dollars by 22. So what would that mean for Bitcoin? His prediction is that it will hit $50,000 definitely by, by 2022. I think it's going to happen a lot sooner than that. But it's still pretty ambitious and, and forward thinking. So... Um, it's something to look at. Now, this prediction, $8 trillion, this was in the Daily Hoddle. Um, you can look that up on dailyhodl.com. Uh, it just came out um, today. It's pretty new. It says, Bitcoin economy will hit $8 trillion in the next decade, predicts wealth manager Andy uh, Edstorm. And it was, it was written by Daily Hoddle staff uh, today, January 31st on 2020. Now, this wealth manager, he's one of the first ones that really realized Bitcoin's potential, and he believes that this top cryptocurrency will reach an $8 trillion market cap. So I just took my calculator, and if you take the market um, capitalization of a coin and you divide it by the circulating supply, you'll get the dollar amount that the coin is going for. Okay, So like right now, if you go to coinmarketcap.com, you'll see that the market cap capitalization for Bitcoin is $178 um, and billion six hundred and fifty-seven million six thousand fifty-seven nine hundred and eighty-six dollars Well, the volume, uh, or the circulating supply rather, is is 18,193,112. If you divide that um, into the market cap, you come up with the actual price. It correlates. And the price of Bitcoin right now is 
$35.31. So it's actually gone up 100 bucks since this, this afternoon. So it looks like we're going back up again. That's good. So that's how you figure it. So if you took an $8 trillion um, market capitalization and, and you just rounded off the circulation at $20 uh, million, you would have a $400,000 Bitcoin. Now, I would think there would be a lot more circulation at that time. So, you know, um, even if it were doubled, that would still mean like a $200,000 Bitcoin. Or if it was quadrupled, you know, that would be like about a $100,000 Bitcoin, um, according to my crude calculations. So um, just kind of shows you, you know, there's a lot of potential out there. And there's a lot of educated people who see the potential. There's no guarantee but um you know we're still in early and everybody doesn't have crypto everybody doesn't use crypto a lot of people don't understand it they're afraid of it um some people still haven't even heard of it so um when you have a uh, a wealth manager realizing that this is a big deal um you know he says he says there's a lot of list of, of factors that um bitcoin will go up over the next 10 years and the fear of missing out is one of it because speculators people want to be a part of it um, geopolitical events that you know drive people out of their currencies in you know other countries even in america right the devaluation of fiat we've seen that when the banks are getting you know their um their just getting tons of money oh i think it's been uh, half a trillion dollars the last time they dumped into the uh, repo market for banks that is enabling them to continue borrowing money so they just print that money out of nowhere as devaluing our fiat currency this kind of stuff's happened all over the world and then um you know just what the banks and the governments are doing it's kind of a tipping tipping point that people are are wanting an option besides fiat they don't trust that their fiat is is really going to be worth it so they're willing to to put some money into cryptocurrency so it says here a quote he says when i set the upscale the upside case from an investment point of view i take a 10 year view and I think the total valuation on 10 years that I use is about $8 trillion, And that comes from various buckets, whether it's taking share from gold or taking share from fiat or taking a share from offshore assets or slightly demonetizing other stores of value like real estate or new uses that we haven't even thought of that are still under construction. He goes on, furthermore, whether it's micropayments or things enabled by lightning or it's Abra or similar systems whereby you get synthetic exposure to any asset in the world just by holding Bitcoin as a collateral. So they're all, all of these are areas of upside. So Edstrom also says the fact that Fidelity and Intercontinental Exchange, the parent company of the New York Stock Exchange, are offering Bitcoin exposure to their institutional clients has legitimized BTC in a way that smaller cryptocurrencies could never do. So um, he goes on and, and just says, you know, like, hey, I don't want to, you know, we don't want to miss out on this. Um, you know, he, he walks people through the vision of what's going on. He says another factor, of course, is price. When you point out that the previous all-time high, we were above 20K, is going to be a catalyst that some people who aren't paying attention now will pay attention to. A decade of the best performing asset that has come out in 2019, it's important to think of the excuses for ignoring it are really falling away with time. So, you know, a lot of serious people are looking at Bitcoin and seeing that this is an asset that is going to do some wonderful things and, and go up. Um, 
could it go the other way? It could. It could. I mean, you got to take it all with a grain of salt, but it is a great place to put a little bit of your side money. So I've been kind of disclosing what I'm doing. Um, I did uh, buy some stock um, from Fidelity, the Grayscale. I uh, got a couple couple shares of that, so that's kind of cool. Also, some other good news out of Fidelity, um, not paid advertising or anything. I just they just know um, just advertise that they will be um, taking uh, fractional shares of some types of stock. So if there's some, I'm figuring it's going to be expensive stocks like Apple and um, you know Berkshire Hathaway and things like that, where you can buy fractional shares. And um, there will be a fee for that, they say. But if you're buying whole shares right now, they've gotten rid of all their fees. So everybody's competing with Charles Schwab and with uh, Robinhood. There's some competition out there right now. So it does make it easier to invest um, at, at different levels that you weren't able to invest in. And um, I did do a, I think I did a video. But if you are going to try to invest in the... Um, the grayscale um, cryptocurrency um, stock, you will want to readjust your investing to um, that you can accept a lot of risk. Okay, and they'll help you do that if you are with them. All right. Um, what else? What else? What else? I guess that's about it. Um, I know a lot of people are talking about the um, the virus the coronavirus and that it's affecting the market i believe that could be true to some extent um i think it would actually make more people put money into cryptocurrency in a way because um, they would be afraid of markets collapsing so i would think that would be more of a positive thing for for bitcoin it may be a negative thing for the stock market um and uh there have been some interesting things that i've read up on and heard um, there is a a website called the High Wire. It's not a not, not just a website. It's a YouTube channel called the High Wire with Dale Bigtree, and his article from yesterday, which I think was the thirty first or the thirtieth, yeah, the thirtieth of January two thousand nineteen um, or two thousand twenty. <laughs> he said uh, he interviewed a scientist who took the um, virus. He was able to get a hold of the virus. And he was able to analyze it, and um, he found that there is indicators that show that it did not come from um, natural sources. It's it's a man-made source, and he said that that's probably one of two different things. One that it could have come out of um, uh, like a, a vaccine that they were making, or uh, more more kind of dark thought that it could come from some sort of a, a bioweapon. So he said the marker was definitely an indicator that this did not happen in the wild, that this is a, a man, an engineered thing. And how it got out, um, you know, I won't even speculate. I would hope it was an accident and that they they find out a way to not let anything like that happen again. But uh, something to think about. Um, also, he gives some really good advice on things that you can do, um, vitamins and things you can take to build up your immune system. So uh, you might want to check that out. Anyway, uh, guys, back to cryptocurrency. Um, I'm your host, Shane, with Mountain Crypto. Thank you for your patronage. Over and out.